Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey guys, welcome to Lovecast, the boys love podcast where we talk about everything related to boys love. I'm your host Pixie and with me are my co-hosts Alexa and Coco. Hi Hi guys. Our guest today is Avenue X. She is one of the go-to people for those who don't know how much about Chinese culture or the language as she talks about Chinese dramas on her YouTube channel. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) So I was thinking as a way to start off, if you could like just do a short introduction of yourself. Okay. So this is Avenue X. It is my channel name. And it's also how I refer to myself (laughs) on the internet. I've been running a YouTube channel reviewing Chinese dramas for actually right now, slightly over four years now. Um, Although the earlier videos, you wouldn't be able to find them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But... All in all, yeah, a little bit more than four years. Wow. And yeah, that's that's what I do. And on YouTube, and my focus is on YouTube, but I also mm-hmm. have some other accounts on like like the Chinese platforms, oh, Billy cool. Billy, under the same name. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So how did you end up talking about Chinese dramas on YouTube? <laughs> what made you like jump into that? <laughs> yeah, it's just something that I... Like, wanted to do uh, i think about four years ago i was working in a company and i feel like everything i do is for other people which is like mm-hmm. it's a designer design company and everything mm-hmm. i do is for my clients so i never really have anything that's done for myself i mean mm-hmm. you know it gives you the money right but then yeah you feel like i've put so much work and mm. effort into designing things and thinking but it never belongs to you like yeah it's just and obviously you have to entertain client, which is, not... mm. <laughs> you know, like version one, version 1.2, version 1.4, yeah, version yeah. 5.7, and mm. revert back to version 1.2. Yeah. So that kind of life is a bit <laughs> it's just yeah. quite frustrating. Yeah, I can imagine it's not yeah. very fulfilling. <laughs> so that's the reason why I started a channel and I was thinking what I should be doing, really. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't figure out. So I tested a few things and then eventually I settled down on talking about dramas and, mm-hmm. and it's been, it's been since like, it's pretty crazy because I can clearly remember when I first started, I was like, I'm about to make five videos and that's mm-hmm. it. Like, I don't have anything else to talk about. Yeah. And yeah. the channel is going to die. Like I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> and and by now. <laughs> I think I have over 400, but then I'm not sure if they're all on YouTube because some of them are taken down. Some of them are on other platforms. So all in all, Mm -hmm. you know, it, 
it's been going for four years. So um, <laughs> I totally yeah. didn't see that. I have to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> not not right from the beginning. Yeah, I see that. That's really hard to imagine, like the size of it. Like you have how many subscribers do you have right now? I think a bit over sixty thousand. Wow. So it's not like, yeah, it's steady, but like, like it's not in any way so impressive in terms of <clears throat> being a YouTube channel that's been running consistently for four years. So like, I only started to update probably really, really intensely and regularly at the since end of nineteen.、Mm -hmm. Before that, I was much more casual.、Right. So still, though, like, I mean, it depends on what you compare it to.、Mm. Their channels、yeah. that just blow up overnight, right? So, right, yeah. Compared to the entire YouTube landscape, it's just my channel is as small as being irrelevant. <laughs> but, but it really has been quite an intensive journey for four years now. So, did you notice like any change in your viewership with COVID and more people being home and probably looking into dramas and stuff to pass the time? I wouldn't say statistically, right? That makes huge difference to、mm -hmm. me because、mm -hmm. my channel started in seventeen, and there was a really popular drama, and、mm. the the Eternal Love or the Three Ten Miles of Peach Blossoms,、mm, however、yes. you translate that, and that、mm. got me the first round of viewers. I think I got like over ten thousand really quickly,、oh, wow. and then、oh. it starts to grow really, really slow and steadily. And it only、mm. start to pick up speed. It did pick up speed last year, but I don't think it's necessarily anything to do with COVID. It probably、mm -hmm. just just happens coincidentally at the same yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, and I I think like the last couple of years there's been like this rise of like Asian culture in general、mm. being more main in Western countries. More people are interested in what's out there, and they're sort of drawn to. All these cultures around Asia and what、true. they have to offer. Yeah,、mm. I know that's how I ended up with it. <laughs> Particularly stuff from South Korea. Yeah, yeah. the Hallyu wave is major right now, and I、mm -hmm. think that's kind of bled off into some other. Because I know I was the, kind of the same way. I got into the game with K-pop and K-dramas first, and then. You know, I've branched off into Thai BL, which is you know how I got here, and I、mm -hmm. do dabble in some Chinese dramas here and there. So you know, it's kind of like you dip your feet in, and you end up with like a whole. It's almost like it opens a whole other door that I feel like、mm -hmm. a lot of Western media viewers aren't open to before they experience、mm -hmm. something that makes them interested in it. Yeah, and I, I see that with my friends. My friends refuse to watch anything that isn't in English or Norwegian. So I just I look at them and I'm ju I just feel sorry for them. Honestly,、yeah. I feel sorry that they don't allow themselves to try these wonderful new languages and cultures and just shows because there's so much good stuff out there. I agree. I was wondering when. Did you like discover boys' love? Well, this thing has always been there. Like it's actually quite prominent for, say, my generation growing、mm -hmm. up at a certain age. I think the earliest version of that is all web novels before、yeah. anything was made into anything. So early two thousands already, it is、mm -hmm. a it was a thing that started on internet. I、mm -hmm. wasn't never really into web novel even till today, because I just don't like read unedited stuff. <laughs> that,、yeah. that is like filled with grammatical mistakes anyway. <laughs> It's true and super long, right? Because they、yeah. want to make it as long as possible to to get the money and clicks. But、yeah. some friends, like I, I've had friends, very close friends from high school, back then, like very beginning of the novel, web novel world. They were already、mm -hmm. very deep in it,、yeah. so because of them, I know the、mm -hmm. genre exists, and there are a lot of well-known works that I've heard names about. So、mm -hmm. BL has always been something that I know, but I never was into it in any way.、Mm -hmm. And because I was doing drama reviews, and certain dramas gets certain、mm -hmm. BL dramas get made, so that's、mm -hmm. how I have contact with it. 
and for a couple of really successful ones, and that I really love, I usually watch the drama first and then then go check out the original mm, novel. Yeah, right. That's it. I don't go out and search for beyond novels voluntarily. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, one thing that's really confusing to um, Westerners, like for China's approach to BLs in general, is like the censorship. Do you know? Like, could you explain the censorship? How it works in China? Well, I can tell you like the basics, but in terms、mm-hmm. of exactly what are the rules, that's、mm-hmm. a black box,、yeah. and that's how it's done. Yeah. So. The rules is、um, for Chinese dramas and also radio plays and whatever there are like films, so films go to a different censoring body、mm-hmm. now because they divided that quite a few years ago. Now, so for all the television series or variety shows, whatever, they all have to go through what we call the organization called Guangdian, which means National Television and Radio Administration. I think、mm-hmm. that's the translation. And this organization would censor the stuff, right? And then、mm-hmm. give you a go or not go. And then for dramas, current way of working is if you want to make a project, you first need to have a script, and then you submit it with a、mm-hmm. you submit the、uh, outline, and、yeah. what company is doing it, what type of is a contemporary, is a period, what is the synopsis? Very simple, and. What like how long it's gonna be? How many episodes? And all those basic information to this organization, and they will give you first a go ahead or not go ahead, right? So if they allow you to go ahead, then you go and make it. Once you've finished making it, you have to then give them what you've done, and then、mm-hmm. they have to look at it and see what needs to be changed or whether it can go through. I think it was from last year they、mm-hmm. they designed a new rule, which is. When you first go file for the license to go ahead and making it, you actually have to have the full script ready. Previously,、Ooh. you only needed a outline,、mm. but now you have to have the whole thing. And they don't、mm. check every project, but they would like just randomly draw. So、okay. for poor of submission for filing for the license,、mm. supposedly you should all have your script, and they would just、right. pick. You know, randomly from those projects. If they pick you and you don't have one, then you're screwed. Wow! <laughs> and they're trying to use that to control the quality because、mm-hmm. Chinese dramas have been really, really <laughs> let's say <laughs> declining. Okay, in the last five years, <laughs> in terms of script quality. So、mm-hmm. that's what they've been doing. They have also been not making hard rules, but very clear suggestions, which is make it shorter. So、yeah. make it under forty episodes, ideally.、Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you、mm-hmm. want to go over, you have to have a good reason to do that. But it's not a hard rule, and so so you kind of have to go through two two、uh, censoring things. One is the first step and second step, and also I think there's a slight difference between the drama that will go on satellite television, so、mm-hmm. that would actually get aired into te- people's television sets. Yeah, from say Hunan Television or from whatever provincial television, and there's a different set of rules for that than for the drama that that only goes on web. Yeah. Now they've、sense. said they're gonna make the rule exact, but I think the censoring is still not exactly the same. So it will、mm-hmm. be tighter and stricter for sure if it has to go into go on satellite television.、Mm. So that's the basic process of dramas getting censored by the national、uh, television and radio、yeah. administration. But there's an Exclusion is if it's a television series that's made by CCTV,、mm-hmm. so China Central,、mm-hmm. the yeah the state-owned sort of biggest television right station. If it's made by itself, then the NRTA doesn't have the right to censor it. Oh,、huh. yeah, because they are they these two organizations, CCTV and NRTA, are on the same level. Oh, governmentally right, speaking, right. so so they don't have right to censor each other. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is CCTV's drama d- does not need Guangdian. It's not, and everyone else's need.、Hmm. So that's interesting. That's what it is, yeah. Huh. So everyone who knows about Chinese boys' love know that we like usually we just call it a bromance because obviously because of the censorship you don't get what you get in normal or other like Thai BLs. Because they don't 
they're not allowed to what like show some mm-hmm. well they're they're not allowed to show gay relationships right like where's the where's the where's the line so there's no clear line like like i said all the censoring rules for dramas are mm. not written down and mm-hmm. that's how it's done and for china it's been like and policies change from mm-hmm, year to mm-hmm. year so so they kind of try to control for example if everybody go and make court dramas harem dramas with women fighting then they kind mm-hmm. of control that genre and say don't all go and make that so yeah. there's always policy shift about what goes through what doesn't but there's never clear rule like there's no written down version that you can just say okay i don't do this i don't do this i don't do this then i'm good no mm-hmm. like it doesn't work like that i'd say generally speaking for bl adaptation Mm-hmm. The normal sort of little bit flirting thing should all be fine. It just mm-hmm. probably cannot first, obviously, because whether it's BL or you know BG, mm. the dramas have you know like, and China doesn't have like like that rate different rating like different age restriction mm. system. So you basically cannot do stuff that just cannot show up right mm, on right. television. So mm-hmm. that definitely whether it's BG or BL that cannot happen. And then yeah. for BLs. The rumor is, you cannot show in very direct, plain way that two guys ended up happily ever after. Uh, yeah. You know, like they're married, they they have a family, mm-hmm. and everything right. is perfect. Like you can't really have that kind of ending. You yeah. can have a suggestive, right. open ending, like as long as you don't go like in your face, right? Okay, yeah. Because it's the two guys like living forever happily ever after. Yeah. Then it's okay. And then、yeah. there are other rules about other things that's not、mm-hmm. related to BL that would also affect certain, you know, like what kind of ending, what kind of thing can happen to what kind of、right. character. <laughs> wow,、mm-hmm. that's really strict. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's and and it's never written down, so it's、yeah. it's all in the rumor and in the people's guessing. But you look at、right. what works, what are the works that actually aired and got through and then ended、mm-hmm. up still being there, then you kind of. Interpret right, right.、Mm-hmm. You you kind of figure out what are the restrictions and how far you can push it. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people have been really surprised that Word of Honor got away with as much as they got away with.、Mm-hmm. But do you think like if Word of Honor gets really big, is there like a chance that the government will go in and take it down? Well. So far, hasn't happened. For future, if it happens, it mostly would not happen because they voluntarily go and take it down. It would be actually、mm. certain people go report it,、um, and then if the voice of that whatever gets too loud,、mm-hmm. that could happen. If、something. nobody wants to make it, like if nobody intentionally try to sabotage it, I don't see like it's necessary、mm. to take it down because it really hasn't re- like you can say pushing it, but because the version that you see officially right. Doesn't have anything that's super pushing it, and because they、mm-hmm. dub the lines, they they do the ending in the Easter egg, all that.、Mm-hmm. So, like、mm-hmm. supposedly on the surface, right? It's okay. Yeah. So I don't see why. And for censorship, they wouldn't voluntarily go and because they've already censored it once. Right. Yeah. It w- would only be if there's a huge wave of a complaint、right. coming、that、from somewhere that they would go back and look at it. Yeah.、Mm. Hmm. So it's like up to like the general public and their response to the show. Yeah, and also I think、mm. there's for censoring stuff, right? Because because there are so many dramas,、mm-hmm. and so it couldn't be just one group of people censoring it. So they would actually divide.、Mm. And for certain projects that have a lower rating, for example, with Word of Honor, it's an A project in Yuku's own their own. They would categorize their projects as S level, S plus level, A level, you know,、mm-hmm, at different、yeah. level.、Mm-hmm. So A is actually not a big production level, like not the top projects. So for those like lesser things that definitely don't go on satellite television anyway, the censoring sort of people who would be responsible for censoring these type of things, right, tend to have like not so that many strict rules.、Mm, so so it's the、sense. type of drama. Because it doesn't go on satellite, it probably doesn't get censored that much.、Mm. Yeah, and and then in terms of like what the, the detail rules, nobody knows. Yeah, unless you work for Gondian, then probably you know. <laughs> <laughs> But you'll never tell、know. that in public, right? Yeah, right. 
this is a big power play, right? Because mm -hmm. what I let you know, what I don't let you know, and you'll have to guess from what I say. And all that it plays into mm -hmm. this whole thing, and it's kind of like mm -hmm. China's tradition anyway, for the thousands of years of. <laughs> yeah, you you notice how they talk in these dramas mm -hmm. and stuff. It's very indirect. Mm -hmm. And like as Westerners, you're used to like, especially in Norway, we are very direct with how we th say things. There is no poetic language. <laughs> you know what's up when we yeah, say it. Yeah, but the good thing about right, like I'd say the good thing about that is with a long history and a lot of literature reference mm. and stuff, and then the tradition of Chinese people talking between lines. Yeah, I mean we can literally like in China have a conversation about. An hour and not saying anything directly, but everybody knows mm. what you mean. What you're yeah. So it's like a tradition that's just like everybody knows it. Mm. So there is a good thing about that is you have a lot of space to work with, right? Yeah. You can play with it. You can play the mm. the sub level, yeah, <laughs> under yeah. surface yeah. and and like one level under, two levels under, multiple levels, mm. and it's mm -hmm. all just stack on top. And it depends on the reader and the the right. audience, um, how far you can figure out what's being hidden there. Like sometimes it's definitely over interpretation for sure, but sometimes yeah. it's, it's also like they've put so much stuff in that, and it totally depends on if you know what they're referring to. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's a fun game too. It just makes, which is like Word of Honor is really special. Which is it's something that you can go back and rewatch. Mm -hmm. Like for me, usually mm -hmm. a drama I watch it once and then it's gone. Yeah, but for this one, like it's really funny. You go back and watch, and you realize, okay, I didn't catch that one earlier, and they're actually doing that. So it's yeah. it's fun. Do you think it adds like a cool level for people to be able to read between the lines? Like you said, it it makes it kind of fun to be able to look at certain interactions or certain dialogues and interpret what you think that means and then also like theorize with other people about what they think it means and see what other people pulled from it and like you said go back and rewatch things and see what else you can find so I think it does add like mm -hmm. a really cool level for viewers and I can see why they would enjoy like going through and and seeing what they can pull out of the dialogue and the interactions yeah I think it's almost like like an easter hunt yeah for stuff and people love that and i i've been watching some of your videos avenue mm -hmm. like from word of honor and stuff where you talk about like the references to like poetry and stuff like that it's it's very interesting and it's it gives like a different dimension to yeah. the show that you kind of wouldn't catch otherwise mm -hmm. which is also why i think like channels like yours is really important for us who don't understand Chinese and Chinese culture and history. And it just makes everything a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, I think on China's internet, particularly for the BL audience, right? Mostly just girls and who love, like it's pretty much the same group of people. Because mm -hmm. 2018, Guardian was popular. 19, mm -hmm. Untamed was popular. Now it's mm -hmm. Word of Honor. And pretty much it's the same group of people who are doing, like getting crazy mm -hmm. over it. Because yeah. I follow the people that I got to know those years back. And then mm -hmm. now it's still that same group of people getting crazy yeah. over this drama. So it's definitely like a really specific demographics. Mm -hmm. But but like among this big audience ship of people, we would love to say it's much more engaging and interesting for us to go and dig the sugar out mm -hmm. than the drama feeding us sugar. So yeah. we actually don't want you to be super direct in your face mm -hmm. through all that. And it feels what we call, we call it okay. which is industrial sweetener. Uh, <laughs> so we yeah. don't want industrial sweetener. We want to yeah. go and actually dig Light sugar. Sweetness. Yeah. <laughs> dig mm -hmm. sugar out of broken glasses, right? They're the, yeah. <laughs> like the way we talk about it. Yeah, is to figure out where the sugar is hidden among all the broken glasses. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. That's, actually. that's really, really cool. Yeah, I think like you see that more and more in other like in Taipei's too. There are some of the shows right now. Some are like the generic kind that are feeding you the information, but there are some that you can like sit down and discuss about, find new 
Easter eggs on yeah what's ha- actually happening. It makes you think, makes like it creates a discussion, and that's really interesting. It adds a new layer to it, especially like when you've been watching certain like genre drama for so long. You know, you kind of get used to certain things, and it can kind of take the excitement out of it at times but when you have instances like this where you kind of have to go in and and pull the things out it feels gratifying and it makes it fun to watch and discuss and and it kind of renews that excitement for for the shows that you're watching mm-hmm. i'm a little curious how much do you know like about like the chinese fan base for boys love like is it big in china like more of the obvious fans or and is if it is like moving outside like the female fan base and reaching other people mm. as well i don't quite like because i don't have i don't have access to actual data <laughs> you know like mm. how many people are yeah of course this, like no way of figuring that out mm, I, yeah. i say still majority is female right mm-hmm. Because BL in itself is a female perspective of this mm-hmm. that really mm. doesn't have much to do with reality. Yeah, but it's the form of fantasy that female, often female writers and creators mm-hmm. create, and then female consumers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it does touch. Like there are guys who also watch these things and lot love, but mm. in comparison, number wise, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not on the same <laughs> level for sure. But certain, the funny thing about Word of Honor is, um, when the drama got really popular, and even till mm-hmm. now, the reaction videos on Chinese video platforms, the mm-hmm. most popular ones are all made by guys. Oh, like, the ones that have highest view counts mm-hmm. are the ones that are made by male drama watchers. Interesting. And often they would title that in their video as straight mm-hmm. men. Watching yeah. BL dramas and how we react, and like immediately that will attract a lot of people's <laughs> click just because yeah. they want to see how straight guys interpret the yeah. BL content. So mm-hmm. in itself, it's really funny, like in that way. And there are definitely guys who just like, and there there are a couple accounts I can remember that are so funny. Mm-hmm. It's like this guy from episode like at the beginning. He was just like,、mm-hmm. I want to take a look at what it looks like. So he updates as the drama airs in China,、mm-hmm. and from the early on, the way he talks to like by the end of it, like、mm-hmm. everybody in live comment, which is on Bilibili,、mm-hmm. that doesn't exist on YouTube. I wonder why. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> for that function to happen, you see the live comments of people are so enjoy like having fun with his change,、mm-hmm. how he changed his perspective and how. Like from the beginning, how he would talk, like even the tonal quality of the voice is、mm-hmm. different、oh. from later, and、yeah. it's just like it's so interesting. And right now, there、mm-hmm. is a group of landscaping, so landscape architects. I think they all、mm-hmm. work for a company, and they're all straight guys,、mm-hmm. and they've been updating reaction like the entirety of the episode. So they、oh, wow. would watch the entirety of the episode, not cutting anything.、Mm-hmm. And four or four or five of them sitting at a table, probably in their company, whatever. And they've been updating that daily, and it started to get so much traction. It's insane! <laughs> it's the most popular reaction video on Billy Billy that they actually <laughs> went ahead and get like special permission from Youku to allow、wow. them to actually upload entire episode reactions, but they、oh, have、wow. to cut it into pieces, and then. They actually update their reaction daily at 6 p.m., which is when、oh、the drama was aired. It was 6 p.m. in China,、uh, so now they're so updating、cool. their reaction every day at 6 p.m. Oh wow! <laughs> and 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 like everybody is screaming like, oh! So the drama fans are watching their reaction as、uh-huh. if they're watching the drama again on、yeah. a daily basis. <laughs> and this hasn't happened before. Yeah. And these four guys have 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 gotten their like they've had like nicknames <laughs> and they're famous now just as reaction people because these four guys kind of like I think they're in their thirties forties you know and yeah yeah so so and the, the way they watch the drama and how they read it really is from first beginning they look like they watch it as a wuxia mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as a traditional sort of the Chinese. Martial art world, yeah, story, yeah, 
And then they get to a certain point at the beginning, they don't quite get it. You know, there are things that they don't get, which every mm-hmm. drama watcher actually knows, and they would be laughing in the live comments. It's like, ah, oh, this right. guy totally seen them experience right. that for the first time. <laughs> yeah, and then later, as you see, into the teens. So now they're by episode 15, I think. Mm-hmm. And you see how they change, too. Yeah. From their first, like, episode reaction to, like, now, by episode 15, they all get it. And yeah. it's so funny to watch how they, them reaction. So like this whole thing is also quite unusual. I think it mm. and it didn't happen for the Untamed. Definitely didn't happen mm. for Guardian mm. back in t- 2018. But for Word of Honor 2021, mm-hmm. this is the new thing. It's like the reaction itself is something that people are like <laughs> getting that's, crazy That's over. very interesting because Word of Honor is also like one of the more like... I remember the first, like when I started watching it, I was just like... Okay, this is definitely not a bromance. They they are flirting <laughs> in wide open. <laughs> Everyone was going crazy about it because it was like it was such an outlier. Like it doesn't really happen in like the Untamed, and the Guardian, and stuff. Yeah, but you yeah. could also say because it has something to do with the character setup. It's mm. just because the character is written as this particular type of person and because the things the character wants to do mm-hmm. just happens to be so therefore he acts like that, right? Right mm-hmm. from the episode one. Which if the story is not like that, if the character setup is not like that, if their MO is not like that, then it wouldn't happen. Yeah. So it makes sense for the story's logic for it to happen. Mm. And it just happens to be because right at the beginning, if you in the beginning, if you don't read the original novel, you kind of don't quite get why, for example, Kashin would acting would be acting like that. Mm-hmm. If you know, like it makes sense. If you know the later plot, it also makes sense. It just happens to be as a character, whether you know BL or not BL, it is reasonable for him to act like that way. And then at the same time, he acts like that way that you can interpret as a BL. Mm-hmm. I think this is like, this is just what the story is, which doesn't quite work for the other stories that got really popular previously. Yeah, I get that. Do you think like this is like opening people's minds a little bit in China, like men and stuff about? I don't think like this is necessarily like a huge thing. I think it's popular within a very limited circle Mm -hmm. and it hasn't broken through anything like because China, the thing about China is it's too big and too many people. So yeah. nothing can really break through right. these mm. days. Because because of how content is consumed now, compared to, say, 20 years ago, when pretty much it's still on television. So it's still possible to have something that is national, nationally known. Right, right, yeah, right. Whether right. it's drama, whether it's a person, whether it's a particular whatever thing that happened. Mm-hmm. But these days, because it's so, everything is so segmented, different demographics using different ways of consuming content, right? Your grandpa pap, probably are still watching television. Your mother probably yeah. are doing it differently. You are definitely getting it on social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because of how broken down it is, it's just impossible for anything mm-hmm. to really say getting so big yeah. and everyone knows that type of thing. It just doesn't mm-hmm. happen anymore. Like, even Word of Honor is popular. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I don't see how, you know, it's going to affect anything significantly. Yeah. But you definitely see the trend coming and because this year there are still quite quite a few dramas that are boil up that are queued up right. in China. And then probably leading into next year. So this year, next year, at least I think a dozen dramas. Right. That I, I've heard of that needs to come out this year and next year. So that's that's quite a lot. <laughs> Previously not like yeah. this. I think it's everybody after twenty nineteen, after the untamed everyone is like wow this is like a huge cake yeah they want to get on the trend now <laughs> yeah get on it so because of that we have at least a dozen drama yeah so wow. world of warner is the first one after untamed success right. and it's the first one that came out during this period where everybody just rushed into right mm-hmm. and making dramas and so it's lucky. It's really lucky. This production is lucky. Mm-hmm. Like the timing of it is perfect. Mysterically perfect. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I just don't see it happening for other productions because mm-hmm. this type of thing probably happens only once a couple of years in yeah, terms right. of everything like working for it. So for the for the later comers this year and next, can promise like which one is gonna do as well or even better. It's just so. Yeah, they probably need to like have better quality to kind of stand out mm-hmm. from the other ones to succeed. I know like in if you take like the Philippines last year started making BLs as well and the first one to come out was Game Boys and I think a lot of the success of Game Boys was like the timing of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's also a great show. It is fantastic like yeah. if there was any show that could be like the first one to be out there it was that one was great but i think like it was like a small company that got it out there they had no promotion barely or anything like that and it's just usually it's these ones get it big right mm-hmm. yeah the underdogs always come back up it's, it's not that like the universe has a script for this type of things it right. enjoys yeah kind of unexpected things happen Mm. and for word of of honor nobody nobody saw it coming and everybody like like even like the the drama itself the platform itself Mm. the crew itself the actors them like nobody really see it getting anywhere big yeah they're so pathetically poor that i think (laughs) current rumor about it it, its budget was a between 50 million and 70 million rmb so okay. it sits between that two number. What exact number? Not sure. And mm. mostly coming from just one advertiser, the oh. the nut company that that just the golden luck, right? They, they, <laughs> they so like didn't expect they're gonna get so big, so popular. And, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is because after the drama aired, and the company, the nut company, is like um, they are really good at promoting twos. Mm-hmm. They realized the drama is popular, so all their social media accounts start to go everywhere, and they, they act like a real person. It's like they mm-hmm. leave comments under really popular edits. They go <laughs> to really popular content creators' video, and then they like they interact and they Ooh. do funny things too. So they're Sneaky. like really good. 
Yeah, they didn't see it definitely, but they're、yeah. like we're cashing on this like crazy. <laughs> That is so smart. Like no joke, they are really like because I know a lot of companies. As a company owner myself, I I feel really hesitant about being funny <laughs> because、right. you know it can backfire、oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. immensely. It also depends on what kind of branding, right? Like what yeah. Yeah, right. Image. You cannot have、yeah. Chanel, right? For example, doing that—that that would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. you're you're like a walnut, and I don't know, like whatever nut,、mm. and and food company. You know, it can it actually can get can away with it. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're so good at it. Like、uh-huh. I I've had friends like receiving comments from them, their official、mm-hmm. accounts, and just acting so so like a person. Mm-hmm. Being really like internet savvy and cute, so that's so cute.、Oh, I love stuff like that. I could never do it for my own company, but I love seeing stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I'm really curious about because they dub everything in Chinese dramas, right? Not all, but a large proportion. Yeah. Why? <laughs> for contemporary dramas, less likely. For period dramas, more likely. Mm. There are a lot of reasons. I have a video on my channel that actually explains it very,、okay. very in a lot of detail.、Mm. There are practical reasons. Sometimes when you're filming, you just cannot have clean sound. Yeah, right. Because you know the period dramas are all filmed mostly in Hengdian or in Xiangyang, a couple of like a built-up ancient-looking city that's designed for period drama, drama filming. filming.、Right. And、mm-hmm. there are also theme parks, pretty much. So they're tourist-heavy all the time. So if you lock down your set, a building to film certain things, everybody around、mm. it, outside it, are just tourists. So they are、yeah. shouting, right? They're、mm. doing whatever, and then、yeah. you are also building sets and dismantling them all the time. So you could be filming in room A, and the next door room B is actually being built right now,、mm-hmm. and so the hammer <laughs> and the construction is、oh, ongoing.、Wow. You can't use the sound then. So、mm-hmm. if the production really are very sort of. <laughs> First, they have a lot of money. They don't worry about that. Then the,、mm. the actors are all very, very adamant about that. Then they go ADR themselves afterwards.、Mm-hmm. Once the rough comes out, they go and dub their own voice. Yeah. But then, because usually at the end of the production, money runs out,、mm-hmm. so you have less than any money left.、Mm-hmm. And if you hire back the original actors to dub themselves, it usually costs more money. Right. Oh, right. No, everything, and then their hours are more expensive, and they're not、mm-hmm. expert dubbing because dubbing is、yeah. is a profession. It's a, it's if you've never、right. done it, you're slow at getting it properly done. So、yep. if a professional can do it in one day, you have to do it in three days. Then that's、right. three days of renting a studio. So、mm-hmm. because of money, ended up being so. You you see first this period drama mostly gets dubbed is because first the sound recorded on set are most likely unusable, and then. Once you get to post production, if you don't have money, you go for dubbing actors. For contemporary、yeah. dramas, it's more likely to actually get clean sound because、mm-hmm. you're filming, for example, in an office, right, at a home. Right. It's an actual real environment that can be controlled, not like a tourist、right. spot. So,、mm-hmm. for those dramas, it's more likely you can hear the real voice from the actors. Right. That's really interesting. Yeah, I never knew like the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting, and also it has something to do with a lot of the younger actors, and for the what we call like the traffic or the idol, and the the type of dramas that's made for the young demographics, web、mm-hmm. drama consumers. Many of those young actors do really lack at line delivery, yeah,、mm-hmm. and Mandarin is really peculiar, and people's expectation of drama speaking has been built up. Over the years, yeah, right. Because I understand like how it works, like with English and like American UK television series. You see, like people more act more like normal people talking,、mm-hmm. but Mandarin is very specific. Mandarin is like not even received pronunciation English equivalent. It's literally a designed standard pronunciation that's based on a regional. Accent in China, but、mm-hmm. it's only for that tiny place. Everybody speaks like that, and for the vast majority of Chinese people, local dialect is very different from Mandarin. Yeah, right. right. That makes sense. Years of 
television film and people have already built up this expectation of drama speaking needs to be what particular type of speaking right. if you cannot hit that standard pronunciation it drives people like it literally takes you out of the story right especially yeah. if you're a drama if you're not speaking standard mandarin if you have a lo- very strong local dialect it's just so taking you out of the illusion right so if the actors cannot have perfect accent a perfect mandarin delivery and sometimes also they lack training so they the delivery has like like the rhythm where you put the emphasis on or that mm-hmm. doesn't quite work mm-hmm. for dramatic performance might as well just dub it with a proper voice actor yeah i can relate a little bit to that because in norway before like now it's not as bad but before usually in tv shows and stuff you had to speak um the main dialect mm-hmm. norwegian dialect because the country is so long and far spread apart so there's so many dialects with if you go if you have someone from up north and you have someone like me from the south like we usually we can't understand each other right. even wow. though we're both talking norwegian right because yeah. our dialects are Same so heavy in china definitely mm-hmm. so i get that i i they usually use like heavy dialects in tv shows when i was younger to create comedy instead mm-hmm. of like some serious dramas because people couldn't take it serious and they couldn't if they couldn't understand what other person was saying because the dialect was so heavy like right as yeah. you said it takes you out of the whole fantasy of the show right mm. have you guys all watched have you all watched word of honor yes i have i haven't finished it yet but i'm watching so, so there's a character do you remember the the guy who's supposed to like, eating dead bodies ghost yeah. yeah that guy right he speaks a very strong dialect i don't mm. know if you can tell mm. very different from everybody else and it's mm-hmm. like the dongbei the northeastern yeah dialect that's well known within china because of the comedy sort of that comes from it oh and he is like when he speaks right a lot of people would say wow wow we're we're almost getting out of the drama now because he's <laughs> so Dongbei. and because Dongbei is well known for a lot of very famous comedian mm-hmm. and a particular type of comedy performance so it immediately takes you out of the story oh uh, yeah yeah i can understand that <laughs> like Chinese dramas are all really long and you you said earlier that they are trying to cut it down mm-hmm. so they started making them long to earn money is that mm-hmm. it yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's it because dramas are sold per episode that's how it gets mm-hmm. sold so it okay. gets made and then you sell it previously it was to sell on television now mm-hmm. it's selling it to platforms and sometimes platforms also are a part of the production so they invest oh, money yeah. into it too mm-hmm. so and for copyright right like it's sold by episodes per episode how much money you have to give me right for you to mm-hmm. hear this drama right. and it's just been done like that for it's just always been done like that so like <laughs> obviously you can see why we have to make more episodes right You're right yeah but <laughs> it's just very really unhealthy when you think about it so i wish this could get changed yeah it's insane to actually expect people to watch an episode a day of a drama yeah <laughs> this is definitely culturally different because for china it has always been like this for decades yeah. it's like television usually up like satellite television they used to be airing one or two episodes per night for drama so 40 episodes uh-huh. if it's two then it runs about 20 days mm-hmm finishes and it has always been like this so chinese audiences right. are basically we are taught to watch it that way mm. so for like the us seasonal drama per episode you know per week this is just like to chinese people are just like unacceptable right <laughs> <laughs> you watch this us or uk or whatever drama you would have to do with it right right but, but the thing is, if it's a Chinese drama, so for Chinese audience, for me, for example, I'm a Chinese audience. If mm-hmm. I watch a foreign drama, I know it's a US seasonal drama. I accept mm-hmm. it's one episode per week. It's fine. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like when I was like watching Game of Thrones or whatever, or right. the type of like, I had a long history of watching US dramas. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> like, if it's a Chinese made drama, 
It comes from China, and you expect me to watch one episode a week? I, I'm gonna go away too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Chinese dramas kind of shot themselves in the foot with <laughs> the scheduling. It's also through a system, actually, because dramas cannot air as they write、mm. as they air. Right. It cannot because Korean dramas are mostly like that. Yeah. You make a couple of episodes, you air, and then and you, you see how the response、it. is, and you、mm-hmm. go and make future episodes, right? Right. Because you don't have to go through that censoring process. But、mm-hmm. in China, is you have to have the whole thing done in the camera, edited, and you send it to censorship. And if they say it's passed, then it's locked down. You can't change anything now,、right. and you have to air.、It. So you have to finish the entire thing.、Mm-hmm. Then, because of that, you have the whole drama there. So you air it one episode per day or two episodes per day. Right, it makes sense, but yeah, I I can understand why a lot of like Western audience might have difficulties getting through the shows.、Yeah. I <laughs> I know I know a lot of people who loved the Untamed, but they took forever to get through every episode, just <laughs> because it, it it kind of gets overwhelming at one point. Is like fifty standard for period dramas, especially for、mm. period dramas. It has to be long because if、mm. it's short, it will lose money. Because you sell、right. it for episodes, and usually period dramas have higher budget because right, of cost. That's、mm. everything. So for a forty episode contemporary drama budget, you cannot make a forty episode period drama. No way.、Right. So because of that, period drama cannot be too short. Otherwise,、right. there's just no way that they can make money on it. Which is why, like, Word of Honor is just like with the money they managed to do thirty six episode. It's already a miracle.、Mm-hmm. I think the Untamed is at least more than twice the budget of、mm-hmm. Word of Honor, and it's like an earlier production, right? It was right. filmed in eighteen. This one is filmed last year. Yeah. And so when you think about inflation, and then I think the one that people are waiting for it to come out may not come out, which is the Immortality. Yeah,、Ooh. we heard about that. That one's、yeah. budget is at least five times as Word of Honor. Right. Yeah, because、mm-hmm. we heard that it wasn't in Tencent's announcement for the the shows this year, but it was supposed to be. But no one knows what is happening. Nobody knows. So there's this Chinese drama, and you never know. Like dramas can literally drop,、mm-hmm. like on the day.、Right. Wow. And, and they don't tell you when it's gonna air. It just literally shows、out. up and say we're we're on. Mm-hmm. And if they tell you they're gonna air, unless it airs, even <laughs> if it's fifteen minutes before that time, it could still disappear.、Uh, <laughs> right. This happened la- last year, no, twenty twenty nineteen for the、um, tribes and empires.、Um, the not, not tribes and empires.、Uh, the Jiu Jiu Piao Miao Eagle Flag. I don't know if、okay. you know that drama. No, I haven't. Yeah, it was set to go on at a certain time at a day, and literally fifteen minutes before it aired. It got pulled down and waited for another month to air. Wow! Yeah. So, this can happen, which is why no rumor is really reliable anyway.、Mm-hmm. So this drama could show up tomorrow. It may not show up until autumn or next year. Nobody knows. Right.、Mm. That is insane. <laughs> wow! It's like living in like the unknown. <laughs> I'm、yeah. so used to like a structured daily life with everything. Like, if something is announced here, it's coming. They're they're not pulling it, whatever it is. It's just yeah,、mm-hmm. unfortunate. So therefore, a lot of people ask me like, why don't you look, make those like dramas to look forward to videos anymore?、Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. You never know. Yeah, right. Because <laughs>、mm-hmm. like the drama may never show up. <laughs> 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 That's insane. It would be so interesting to have like inside knowledge of what actually happens to these shows. <laughs> yeah, it would be. It would be.、Um, I think, like for Word of Honor, what, what a little bit inside news I've heard is they opened up the VVIP、mm-hmm. halfway through. So after episode eighteen, right, starting from nineteen in China, you could have watched a couple of more episodes on the、right. the day,、mm-hmm. like ahead of other people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people complained about it because it was getting so popular. So every day one episode, it's just the right amount that gets everybody going and digging,、right. mm-hmm. and then going with a huge like a <laughs> magnifying glass and <laughs> figuring out what's going on in every episode. Once you have that opened up, it immediately kills the discussion. 
Mm. It takes the heat, right? Yeah, because you know what's happening in the future. And I've heard from from a couple of people in there, which is they did it intentionally. Oh. Because it was getting too popular. Oh, Oh. interesting. And if it gets too popular, you may attract people who are going to... Yeah, you you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Also, because because internet is getting so crazy at overinterpreting stuff and making like content creators making videos, people dub the real line with voice actors so they they find voice actors that sounds like the voice actors of the drama huh. and then they dub the actual lines back oh clips, right so all right. the famous yeah. moments that are we can tell that get got dubbed got yeah. figured out by lip reading people wow. and then back with really, next level. really good voice actors because a couple of them i actually know i was like oh god <laughs> you went ahead doing that okay <laughs> And I know, I know that the girl who did that video, and I know the voice actor she picked because we've been, yeah. like, I know her like for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was so like, holy, was like, wow. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> she has to put the like a big notice on that video. Is this is not the original drama? This is done right. by us. Don't use right. it for other purpose. Don't put it in your edit. Yeah. So this type of stuff is getting crazy. Yeah. On the internet, I think. The project team that's dealing with this drama in Yoku themselves, mm-hmm. they got really scared. <laughs> right. We have to control the yeah. popularity because it may just like, and at that point it was like halfway. They were like, mm-hmm. we may not even be able to air the whole thing. Right. right. So we have oh. to do something, right? We have to do something to put the fire. Yeah. So <laughs> it's funny. Obviously they also get a little bit extra money from it. But yeah. honestly, honestly, the money that they would earn from that is is not really consequential. Right. To say if they actually get more popular, they get more money because the big money comes from advertisers. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the drama, it has no advertising attached to it. Mm-hmm. After it got popular in the teen number episodes, the, the two male leads got pulled back and literally dressed up as their characters again and filmed so many ads <laughs> and jammed that into Yoku. So after watching, right. like, yeah, the first week there was no ads, and the second week they all got caught back. Where there's like so many like skincare, food, yeah, milk, yeah, yeah. whatever. And it's so I'm funny they, they, they went back to the sets, they dressed up again, and they filmed those because the drama was popular. And wow. those advertising money just like is so much more than Are you like. Right? like three yuan for an episode that you can collect from from viewers uh-huh. but like they they had to think like if the drama actually doesn't finish airing then they would also lose ad money so yeah right <laughs> putting everything into consideration they started the vvip thing yeah does like the international success of the shows does that like have any impact on the shows in china do you like see a bleed over there it wouldn't really affect what goes on in China, but it will mm-hmm. earn them extra money for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely extra money. They sell it to more platforms. They sell the copyrights. And, right, 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 right. I mean, YouTube also has ad income, I think. So all that. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. And then, and Yoku did something funny. They, they put extra scenes for the YouTube version. Oh, they did? They did. Like, they added extra shot that did not exist in any version so the chinese version doesn't Ooh. have it the amazon version doesn't have it the Viki wow. version doesn't have it only the youtube version has it like a couple really? of extra shot in i think it was episode 20 or 21 20 mm-hmm. when they're in the cave when zhou zishu hugs wen Keqing, mm-hmm. in the chinese version there's no hugging back oh huh. but in the youtube version there's a shot of his hand going back onto zhou zishu's hand and Back right. and grabbing, mm-hmm. so they added extra shot into the YouTube version. Wow! Yeah, and it's only in YouTube version, not anywhere else. <laughs> Everybody, That's... we have done the work. <laughs> okay, so everyone should just watch the YouTube version. <laughs> don't go to Mickey. It was actually even more when they filmed it after grabbing the back. Mm-hmm. They didn't literally like separate immediately. They actually have mm-hmm. a forehead touching. So they oh. they're together for like a well ten seconds 
uh-huh. before they part, and they cut out the forehead part for all versions. But then there are mm-hmm. people on set who filmed it, so it's now oh, also on the right. <laughs> so, so, so the rumor is true. It's like the original script has a lot of stuff that when they filmed it, they cut it out because it's too. Mm. It's definitely not going to go through. Yeah. Censorship. And then when after they filmed it. They cut it down further in post production yeah. to make it even less and with dubbing. So basically, the text version would be the craziest version that nobody can see. The version that they filmed on set、uh, with all the leaks, you can see. <laughs> you kind of get the、uh, how far they went for a lot of things. And then now the final version you see is the the third filtered version. Right.、Oh. That just <laughs> gives、insane. you an idea of how much it goes through to get to air. I can't imagine the like bureaucracy and nightmare it has to be to like make these shows going through so many hoops. Well, the drama is really great. Like, if someone hasn't watched Word of Honor, they should, they should because、yeah. and they shouldn't be like afraid because of the length of it. Just watch it's it. It's long. It's only thirteen seconds. <laughs> it's only thirteen seconds. <laughs> For parent drama, and then actually, if you get to if you've watched the whole thing, you you probably would agree with me. They need four more episodes. If、right. it, go, it goes to forty, it will be a better story. There are so much stuff that's washed in the end、right. that things don't even connect well. There's a、mm. lot of emotional holes that it didn't fill. Like you feel there must be something that happened between this and that,、mm. but、mm. it, it's not there. So for this particular story, for it to sort of fully and completely right wraps up everything, it probably will be a better drama when it's forty episodes. Yeah, I did just see some people on Twitter making those. Yeah, it's very obvious that、mm. they they cut down so much that it no longer connects at certain points. Right, Alexa, Coco, do you guys have any other questions? I'm all out. <laughs> No, nothing from me. This was really interesting. I honestly like. I'm not. I haven't. Like I said, I've dabbled in some C dramas here and there, but I did not know much about well, how much goes into it, and you know the culture, the fan culture, and everything like that. So I honestly like learned a lot this episode. It's really interesting.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much for coming here and explaining all of this to yeah. us. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, there's so much, so much to talk about、mm-hmm. fan culture. You don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> like the entire, the entire Asian sort of the the Eastern Asian, right? The Jap, the from Japan to South Korea、mm. to China, all that fandom stuff is just ah.、Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> a headache. It's a huge cesspool. It's a headache and a big,、yeah. big nasty. Light on,、yeah. <laughs> on culture, and I'm like, oh, you don't. Better you stay away from stay it. Away. It's good that you don't know anything about it. Keep it that way. <laughs> don't, don't try to get yourself educated. It's it's just not worth it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that is everything we have time for today. For everyone listening, if you want to support this podcast and what we do, our Patreon links is in the description. We also have some great news. We're gonna be guests at this year's FujiCon, where we will have a panel talking about morality in the BL industry.、Yay. So sign up for that. It's completely free and all online. So we hope to see you there. And thank you again for joining us, Avenue X. It's my pleasure. Yes, thank, thank you so much. This was really fun. And everyone should just go and check out her channel. You won't regret it. Okay. Bye. 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 Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up! What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.